Yo, welcome to the Beast and Show Podcast Special Edition. It's the Producer Talk Series. And uh, it's your boy Hometown, of course. And we have a special guest today. None other than the producer extraordinaire, New Bez. What's happening, bro? Yo, yo, what's good? Um, Bro, it's good to have you here. Uh, we in Tampa right now. We at my crib. You already know the scene. You know, different angle, though. Same couch. You know what I mean? Um, thanks for thanks for pulling up, bro. Um, definitely. How uh, how you been? How you been lately? With COVID and it's just the whole crazy twenty twenty year. Like, how's that been, bro? It's it's been weird because you know on the outside, like the world is really really messed up right now, and we got all these these changes going on that they're gonna affect everybody differently. But personally, this has been probably the most focused I've been yeah. on music. Okay. So I think that's that's a positive. Yeah, I mean, I can I can kind of tell with the with the releases, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like um I was just telling the team like, you know, I usually post the music on the Instagram. You know, we'll share certain things that we see and whatnot and we you know, we have the playlist that we post or whatever, but you know, looking at it, I was like, yo, we posted like we have like three songs that you produce that's on our playlist and that we posted on the Instagram. You know, you got the two records with Blue November, and then you have the record with Indio, Rugat, and um, Noose. You know what I mean? So, oh well, I'm not actually on that one. You're not. You, that's, that's not the I'm something not record. I'm not on that. No, I reposted it. Oh, I like it. <laughs> so I th- I'm thinking that you. But I did a remix record. for her. You did a remix for her. I think you. I think that's what you might be thinking of. Um, it was a while back. I did a remix from one of her. Uh, her tracks from her first, uh, mm. from her debut project. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, the, uh, what was that called? No Way Out Joint or something exactly, like that? Exactly, exactly, yeah. So I did a little remix for one of those tracks. Mm. And uh, and I took it down re- uh, like a, a few mm-hmm. months ago, whatever, just because I couldn't, DistroKid doesn't allow you to post remixes. And mm. it gets complicated. Yeah. So I just took it down to not have any issues. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, but I do love that record. And so tell me, like, yeah. Seeing that we, you know, with the how I found out about you is with the, you know, the collaborations. How did you, how did you come across like an artist like Blue November? Like I think he's dope. You know what I mean? I first heard of Blue November through what Left Field Theory, right? So and I remember catching on to them years ago, and that whole crew is dope. You know what I mean? So definitely. Like, were you? Did you like know them back then, or like is that more of a new thing? Like, how did that come about? Um, it's more like through the shows that I did in Orlando, um, like little beat sets that I had been doing. Mm-hmm. I just came across like a few of them here and there, like Metal Mouth. Mm. Um, I played a show where he was on, he was in one of the rooms performing and we were in another at the Hanau Center, I think it was, mm. in Orlando. So I don't think I've ever been to that center too. Yeah, it's it's a dope, it's like a little art spot, but, um, gotcha. yeah, through there I kind of like, learned about them and beta and beta. and i've been working with um beta's the guy bro yeah he's a beast and um i, I worked with uh mark with uh he goes by alfonso x okay um i think he raps under that moniker i'm trying to remember there's a <laughs> lot of, there's a lot there's a lot going on there but right. um either way like they're all very talented and mm-hmm. through them i kind of got associated with blue november i learned about his music um, I copped one of his albums last year, the Stuck in the Swamp album. Mm-hmm. Really liked it, and then I just reached out to him, and I was like, "Yo, if you need any production, you know, I'm trying to get some some stuff out there. If you want to check it out, let me know. Gotcha. See what we can do." And and he was, he's amazing. He can just write to anything. So gotcha. It was real quick, like the chemistry and the work. 
Got you, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Try to uh, not cover the mic. Oh. Yeah, but um, yeah, bro. Uh, I think like I said, the music you guys make, like the two records, y'all y'all kind of got like a little little thing going, bro. Like y'all got like a little duo type thing. Like, has that ever been like a passion for you to like build with one artist and like create like a sound or like maybe like a like a niche sound or even like a like a classic type project body of work? Definitely, you know, like I grew up listening to a lot of 90s hip hop mm-hmm. and I always liked when producers and artists had like that, like that chemistry where yeah. they just sounded good together always kind of like mm-hmm. with uh, Gangstar, you know, Guru and DJ Premier. They right. just had that chemistry and everything they made was dope. So I've always wanted to like get somebody who can write mm-hmm. to anything because it'll just let me explore like a lot of different gotcha. avenues and yeah, I'm feeling that with him. Like, we, we got a lot more than just those two tracks together right. in the vault. Mm-hmm. And when those come out, I'm okay. excited to see what people hear about them because yeah. I, I really like those beats. Yeah, man. And, and, and the crazy thing is for me, bro, it's like, you know, on a very major scale, we see those things. We see the Harry Fraud projects with people. You know, we see uh, the Mad Lib projects with people, which are very few. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we, we see those those on a, in a, in an elite level. But it's not it's not common that I see that done well from like in our own backyard. You know what I mean? Um I appreciate that. Yeah, so I yeah. mean I think I think it's dope, man. Like Blue November is dope. I just cool to see how he's growing as an artist, you know, and I think that helps with the sound that he's been able to, you know, create on, you know. So as far as like you know, it's your sound, um, what are some of like your biggest influences i know before we started recording you told me that you're from you're originally from new york right right so like is it and, and then you say like caribbean and, and whatnot mm-hmm. so it's like do you try to like make sure you add those elements into your production or do you more so try to base off of you know what that artist is looking for well i think um any my sound changes a lot like mm-hmm. i've gone through different iterations and things like that yeah. but I think I always try to keep an element of the music that I grew up on mm-hmm. in everything I do. So whether I'm trying to adapt to like more of an upbeat, like melodic sound yeah. that I think is more popular now, mm-hmm. I always try to inject like jazz and R&B because even with, you know, even with my Caribbean roots, right. um, my dad grew up, I grew up with my dad like playing Michael Jackson in the house. Right. Um, Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of 70s music. The Carpenters. Like, mm. it was just stuff that was, it, it wasn't just like a singular type of music. Right. So I feel like I got a good mix of everything. Yeah. And I always try to incorporate that into stuff. Yeah. And that, and I'm, I'm noticing in a lot of interviews and a lot of like, you know, conversations I've heard from just popular or even undiscovered artists is that like, everybody is realizing like, we kind of had the same upbringing when it came to music. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I got who else? Who didn't have Mike in a crib? You know what I mean? Who didn't right. have these these things? And it's like, how did it? How did it push you? Like, when did you? When did you realize? All right, I want to produce. Like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, you know what? And and I think everybody has like a clear moment like that. Mm-hmm. It's like an epiphany. But um, I watched this um. There was like a documentary on the Neptunes making their albums, mm. like working on their stuff behind the scenes. Mm. Seeing that, it was like a, I think it was like only a 10 minute thing. Yeah. It, there's like a longer version and a short, but regardless, right. 
I watched this and I was like, yo, this job, like producing music and being creative and coming up with ideas and working with artists and like, uh, you know, coming up with music videos and visuals, it's such a like, it's such a different thing from a nine to five or from like a typical career that you would Mm -hmm. think of growing up, like, you know, policeman, doctor, firefighter. That's when I had that moment. And you know the the Neptunes for me are a big influence because they're they're producers but they're so involved with the music. Yeah. They're not just here's the beat, take it and do what you want. Right. Like they make themselves a part of the beat, and I think that's when yeah. I had that. Like I I want to do that too. I feel you that. Know? I mean, honestly, watching Pharrell do anything for ten minutes, you make you want to <laughs> yeah. do that. Like, damn, I really want to design yeah. shirts right now. Exactly. I, I want to make that. watches. <laughs> yeah. You know like, what I mean? But I, I definitely feel that, man. I think for me, um. And I think a lot of times that, like, you know, I've been on this whole thing with 2020. I've been in the house all day working. I don't really go nowhere. So I, I've been definitely self-evaluating some of the things that I just love to do since I started mm-hmm. out doing music back in, like, 2009, 2010. Right. And um, right. led into doing events and then doing podcasts and just doing other creative outlets. And I just realized that, like, I just like helping people, man. And I think in the aspect, like, as a producer, like, that's naturally – in hip hop, like what you're doing, like you, you just want to help people. I want to help artists, you know, get their creative shit out, express themselves correctly, yeah. exactly, enhance their vision. Like that's you're totally right about that. Because when I think of Blue November, for example, like mm-hmm. I know that he can write to to practically any beat. Right. Like he can just flow. Mm-hmm. But when I give him something that's a little different than what, what I typically am used to hearing on yeah. him, like let's say a a trap beat or something. Mm-hmm. Not that that's all he raps on, but like I've heard a lot of his like really popular stuff and it's in that vein. Mm-hmm. So then I'll just give him something completely different. And I like kind of having him express himself. It's almost like shooting a film with somebody. It's like, mm. all right, we're going to do, uh, you know, a Western with, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. You know, it's like you're giving them a whole different backdrop mm but still allowing them to do what they want just so people can see, like, look, this artist is unique because they can shine even on this. Right. You know, they can shine in a completely different way than what you're used to. Gotcha. So I, I love that. And by the way, about the uh, inspirational moment, I've had multiple. Right, you know, yeah. Like, it, 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 it happens all the time. Yeah, and so, I think it's, I think in a con- you know. it's a continuous thing, too, because, mm-hmm. like, what you was inspired by five years ago could be different from the next five years you know what i mean right. it's like you know what right. i want to do something different with this and that just comes with the way the world just changes like technology changes access to things changes access to just things that you learn about you know what i mm-hmm. mean so um tell me this though you know when it comes to working with an artist like give me the give me the give me the scene like what's the first thing you you do when it comes to a session let's say i mean i rap Right. So if I say, hey, yo, I want to I want to, you know, get in the studio with you. Let's let's Mm -hmm. let's work on a record. Like, what is one of the things like, are you a very expressive person? Like, do you communicate a lot? Do you just like, you know what? Let me just play with my shit over here and then just tell me if you like something like kind of like what is your way of communicating initially on that first session? With and it it depends on the artist sometimes because I've been working with a lot of bands recently, Mm, a lot of like just instrumentalists. But um, in general, I just like to come up with an idea that everybody is kind of feeling and it might just start with like a groove or something you know or like a chord progression but i just like to get into it i don't really like to talk about it too much Mm -hmm. i just like to like 
yo, you play that. Yo, let's play, let's jam on this and right. then let's build from there. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like it to be like a, like a, a build up a momentum right. so that when we get to like, you know, that crazy like crescendo moment, we can yeah. look back and be like, all right, do we like this? Right. Yeah. Let's keep going. Um, so something like that. But uh, with a ra- with a rapper, somebody more like mm-hmm. in the in the hip hop realm, I guess. Yeah. It it really just depends because it's been weird with COVID. Like I've been working remotely so much. Mm-hmm. That, that that hasn't happened in so long. Like the last time I did, um, it was probably in New York in uh, in Quad Studios. I was working with a rapper there, mm-hmm. and um, it was real organic. You know, he came to me with an idea, mm-hmm. and we were just like, "All right, let's let's work on that." And I kind of just like started by playing stuff, playing different beats, and kind of getting like a feel of where yeah. the direction was headed, mm-hmm. and then you know, zeroing in on it. True that. I feel that. So I'm gonna ask you this because I. <laughs> Certain certain things that I always want to get producers' perspective perspectives right. on, um, like let's say, um, are you <laughs> have you ever like sent out beats? Like I know now you say like remotely, but like because right. I know some I know some some guys that don't like to send out beats. It's like nah, pull up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they they prefer not to send out certain stuff because he's just like yo, I don't really want my shit out there like that. Like how do you feel about that? I don't mind it. You know, I just feel like, I feel like there's so many producers now. Like, we have so much competition from every part of the world now mm-hmm. that you have to be open to, you have to build a certain level of trust, I think, with the artists to right. send them music and, and know that they're not just going to, like, drop it or use it. Mm-hmm. But if you have that, which I think you should have that before you work with anybody, then that's not a problem for you to say, yo, listen to this pack pull out the ones you want right because yeah. and i think it's it's connected to another thing that you have to have as, as an artist nowadays which is you have to trust your own work so okay. you have to be you have to be you have to not have an emotional attachment to the beats so if somebody says i don't like it mm-hmm. you don't get hurt you're just like all right they're trying to do this right, right. i have to respect that they're trying to do that i can't i can't be upset that they didn't want you know nine out of ten that they just wanted the one because in reality nowadays with everybody's attention span Mm -hmm. one track is all you need sometimes all you need and i'm gonna give you a perfect (laughs) example silk sonic that record oh yeah that's only one track from the album right i'm already like i'm buying it the day drops i'm buying oh for sure like that leave the door open track is that this month it's coming out this month I'm not sure. I don't know. I, don't know, if I know. I know they just tweeted talking about something. Yeah, we got a couple more records or some shit like that. I'm like, okay. Regardless, right. they only dropped that, which I didn't even know because I I kind of listened to it kind of late, but mm-hmm. it just kind of like illustrated that point to me to where it's like you don't have to, you don't have to necessarily, you know, have somebody play by all of your rules if yeah. you have a certain relationship with them, mm-hmm. you know, because that's kind of selfish in my opinion. Like. You got to be open to it. Now, there are people who have their own level of, I guess, respect where they're not going to do that. And you have to know that. Like, yeah. I'm not going to hit up Dr. Dre and be like, yo, send me a pack. You know, <laughs> like I'm going to go to the yeah. studio and work with him. Yeah. So it's kind of like yeah. that. It's kind of like a, a relationship thing, I think, that you have to build. Mm. OK. You know, I feel that for sure. I think that like, I don't know, man, I try. I, I remember one time me trying to get a pro- like really making beats, bro, and like I think that I could produce a record in the aspect of like a Diddy, 
right as opposed of like making the actual beat like over kind of giving an overview of what yeah. you want i can i can sit there and like i may not be the person to touch the pad right or do anything in fl but i can sit with that person and go over something that like oh i like that part let's mm-hmm. loop that or you know let's 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 add something to this or let's do something with these drums and stuff like that i think i could do that I think that's my that's my it's like an orchestrator. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could do that, man. How would like however I do I feel like, you know, you have those producers that are like like I remember um what it was, the Wu Tang series, right? I don't know if y'all caught that shit on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh but basically just from the stories of that, Rizzo was like, yo, like, give me a couple years. Trust me to just do this shit. I got the sound. I got you guys. Just trust me to do whatever I can. And if this shit don't work, then all right, cool. But give me two years. Like, do you feel like that's something that you would like to do? Like, yo, I know I already know how this shit is gonna work. I know what sound is like. Let me trust me, and we'll make this shit pop. Or do you? Or do you feel like, like, do you want to be more collaborative with that? You know what I mean? Like, what's like if you had to choose a door to go th- go through? Which one would you choose? Well, I've done them both because okay. <laughs> um, I work with a few bands in, in the past and right, currently right. where I do just that. Like, I, I I like playing that role where it's like, all right, you know, I got the guitar player, the bass player, mm-hmm. the drummer. Y'all play this. Just yeah. trust me and let's go with it, and then let's record it. And we write a lot of our songs like that. Like we just start with a with a groove mm-hmm. and we build from there. Does that um and, does that transition live though? Do you guys tra- like do anything oh live yeah. with that? Yeah, we jam live. We'll we'll just, you know, in between songs when mm-hmm. we're just like tuning, one of us is tuning or something. Mm-hmm. I'll start like a little groove on the keyboard with the bassist and the drummer mm-hmm. and then the guitarist is done tuning and he jumps in and it's like a little interlude, you know? Gotcha. And I love doing shit like that. Like in production, I've been doing it more often now mm-hmm. where I'll, uh, I've, t- I've told so many people this, but I use the service Fiverr. Y'all okay. heard of oh, that? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. So not trying to do no plug, but basically <laughs> I go on there and I look for artists mm-hmm. and, and, and session musicians because mm-hmm. I'm at that point now where it's like when I make a beat, I just want it to be, you know, I want it to have a level of of quality in the playing. Yeah. And that's not necessarily something that I can do sometimes. Like gotcha. I play keyboard, but there's people who can play much better than me and I'm, you know, I'm conscious of that. So I've played that role where I'll send somebody a chord progression and I'll just have them play it, you know, gotcha. correctly. Um or in the way that I intend the artist to to really receive it. Gotcha. Um and I've done, you know, the super producer type of yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do everything in the beat. And that's fulfilling in a different way. So right. it, it really depends on what you're going for. But mm-hmm. I'm open to both gotcha. as long as the outcome is something that I'm happy with, you know. Gotcha. So I'm open. I love collaborating and I love yeah. doing shit by myself. It I just really that. depends. What's um? I yeah. mean, with everything kind of like, I mean, everybody getting the vaccine. You getting the vaccine, man? Yeah. Yeah. I am. <laughs> yes. I am. Getting that. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. Everybody getting vaccinated. Things are coming back open full capacity you mm-hmm. have any you have any plans on traveling i would love to go back to la i went for the first time uh in march of this year oh earth. and i only went for a few days to uh to chill with one of my one of my boys who lives in long beach who produces okay. he goes by lakewood okay um so 
he kind of just like was real cool and he let me stay at his spot. Oh yeah, it's uh, best way to go, man. Go to L.A. Stay, stay in his spot. spot. Yeah, that's the best way to go. <laughs> Saved up on all that uh that Airbnb cash. So oh yeah. Um, but nah, it was it was my first time on the West Coast and mm. it was just really fun, man. It was oh, it, yeah. it re- traveling really like expands your perspective and for sure. You know, I was for like, sure. I gotta do this more often. Hell so. yeah, I remember my, I took my first trip to L.A. 2019, bro. 2019 January. And I was like, bro, I'm over here breathing different. You know what I mean? <laughs> Food the air is cleaner. You know I mean? yeah. I'm over here chilling. Bro, it was like a culture shock because I remember, bro, I kept seeing so much branding and advertisement of weed. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, bro, this is like yeah. weird for me right now, bro. It's, you know, it was the, advertised like McDonald's over there, bro. The most surreal, it is. The most surreal part was going into a dispensary for the first time because I've <laughs> never, I've literally never had the chance in Florida. Exactly. Like they have them here, but they're, it's like a, a whole thing that you have to, you know, it's a whole thing. It's not right, like yeah. over there, you can literally just walk in if you're over 21. Yeah. To show you a little ID, walk in and. Right. I mean, nice little, nice little bad thing walking around. She's like, yeah, so these are the gummies here. <laughs> and these are like, damn, bitch, what? No, the the best thing about the the dispensary I went to was like it, it was so state of the art that it was like it was a little surreal walking into it because mm-hmm. it's presented like the Apple Store. Yeah. <laughs> like we pr- everything's under like one, bro. we probably went to the same one, bro. Everything's under like an illuminated yeah. white like display. Future it looks like the uh the laboratory and ex yes. machina, like everything is laid That's out exactly like exactly the how my shit was when I it's, went. It's really, um, it's clinical. So yeah. it's weird because you're used to, like, I'm used to it just being on a table. Like a shop, up, like a like, sneaker store or some shit like that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, just, it, it's it's kind of weird. But uh, yeah, LA in general, man, I saw a lot of it in those few days that I was there. And I was just like, damn, I would love to come back here. Oh, and for sure. Work on more music. I worked on a bunch of music while I was out there. That's, that's definitely got to so. be an annual spot for me. Like, at least once a year, at least. Right. Maybe, maybe twice. But at least once here, cause it, I was surprised at how cold it got at night. Yeah, I was like, shit. It's straight up the desert. Like it's hot <laughs> as fuck in the morning and cold as hell at night. Yeah, bro. I remember, yeah. um, bro. I had I had got the uh, the edible cookies <clears throat> or whatever from the from the uh, dispensary, and then we went to this vegan like burger joint called Monty's, mm. bro. And it was like it was like it was like the best vegan burger in town. Basically, that shit was like a small little shack, like a like a small Waffle House shack. And it was a line outside to get into this motherfucker. So we we get into the line. I done had like some, some of the cookies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And in a split second, they they're checking people. I immediately was like, "Oh shit, I got these edibles on me, bro." <laughs> you know what I mean? And then like Damn. like right in that moment, cause I had like this coat or whatever. And like he made me pull out, told me to pull out my shit or whatever. And I I pulled out the cookie. I was kind of like I'm caught. You know what I mean? Like damn, I'm caught. You know what I mean? <laughs> And he was like, yeah, go, you're good to go. I'm like, oh, yeah, so like, it's cool. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know <laughs> <I mean? laughs> like, it's cool. That's the feeling you get, like, every few hours. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. good here. Like, yeah, it's I not did. a problem here. <laughs> I did have the uh, fucking, um, what's the one burger joint, the Pablo Burger joint out there? Fucking, oh, um, um, is it In-N-Out? In-N-Out? Yeah, yeah, I had that. It fries it Fries is trash. Tra- exactly. Fries Thank God trash. you said that. I was about to say, please don't say you like them because- that's the one thing I realized that the fries are trash. Fries trash sale. I went that. I went there one time. That was yeah. that. I was like, oh, I'm trying to. I'm. I'm in LA. I'm not eating this shit. But um. Yeah, I only tried it because 
it's only over there. I was yeah. like, let me at least yeah, you know, taste it. But you know what I mean, post a little picture yeah, on Instagram. Those, <laughs> you know what I mean? those fries are trash. Oh yeah, trash as hell, boy. But I was I was hanging out with some vegan folks. So everywhere okay. we went, they was like, yeah, bro, you gotta go. The only time we went to In and Out was when like we was leaving. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, they was taking us to all like the vegan spots. I went to the unhealthy vegan burger joints, <laughs> eating all the fucking yeah. vegan waffles and shit like that. Yeah, um, yeah. She was she was cool though, man. She was cool. It's it's a different experience out there. It's for really sure. different. And the people too, you know, like there's there's one thing I get that feeling from Canada too, where like there there's a lot more respect for just doing, you know, doing art and music. Yeah. You been you to know? Canada? No, I haven't. I wish I'm trying, I'm trying, I would I'm love trying, to. I'm go. trying to slide out there too, man. You yeah. know what I mean? We got some folk up there that was interested, like, yo, be some chill, we fuck with you, da da da. Like I forgot what they do. I think it's called like the sample sampler cafe. They do like some. They like all link up in like a cafe and be chopping up oh, shit. Oh yeah, that's but they sounds, based out in Canada. That so that was like a couple years ago. They was like, yo, we'll come out there during our winter. You know what I mean? And the music scene in Canada is so well supported, man. Yeah, like I love it. I love how there's so much different music coming out of there. Mm-hmm. And like, if you think about it, everybody who changed the culture recently. Oh okay, yeah, Canada, that makes sense. Man. That does make sense. Drake. The weekend, like not everybody, but you know, yeah, it's a it's a very Justin active, Bieber, yeah, yeah man. Um, it's a very active uh, place musically. I love yeah. it. You know, what about so bringing it back home though, like because right. you're in or Kissimmee or I'm in Orlando, Orlando, Kissimmee, yeah. So how do you much. how do you feel about the music scene out there? Because I I think it's very interesting. Like compared yeah. to like we're in Tampa, so mm-hmm. like Tampa, we kind of already know like how it is in a sense. Like we kind of have like this certain aspect of hip-hop and then we have like a more of a melting pot version of hip-hop where we got a lot of people who may have moved from new york atlanta or wherever right right but like as far as orlando man like how how is that because i feel like it's it's weird it's changing up and there's a very there's certain pockets in hip-hop yeah, in that yeah. in that area that, I, that that's so intriguing yeah it's it's you know it's it's hard to explain really because there are a lot of artists in orlando but I only experience a very small fraction because right. I'm a producer in like a a more of a niche than most of the producers out there. Like I, I worked with um, this R&B artist. His name is uh, Jonathan Ogilvy. Okay. And uh, super talented dude. And through him, I've learned more about the Orlando <laughs> hip hop community than on my own in like the last 10 years. So that's how mm. that's how like niche it is, I think. But one thing I can say is that there's a lot of unique shit in Orlando. Oh, for sure. Like, just that, that it's that, very hidden. That, that DJ producer scene. Yeah. Like yeah. um like you said, we uh you talked about Beta. Beta, we had him come right. out what, two years ago, November, I believe. He he uh DJ'd at one of our Beast and Chill events. Mm-hmm. Um who was a uh English? English, yeah. English is my guy. Dope as fuck. Yeah. Um Crazy Daisy. Oh yeah. Kendi, goddamn, um, Jaculas, Metal Mouth. Oh, that whole group is like they're always Bro. productive, man. I yeah, love, I I always tell them I'm like, yo, y'all are on that shit. Like, like y'all chicken are and beer so shit. Productive, so all that yeah. shit is dope as fuck. Yeah, but they some artists, me. I do fuck with some artists out there. Like, um, I don't know if he's even staying out there. Old Town Marco, or if you go by Marco XO now, um, Nico is. I Nico fuck with him. Is, yeah, I've been fucking with Nico since 2012. Um, Henry Dyer's from out there. He's pretty cool, cool folk. 
um yeah man i i, I really i really enjoy Go, like when I do go out to Orlando and I go to certain events, like I really do enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. it's really, it's really cool to kind of like know that this is like down the street and like it's like a dip, different atmosphere. And what I yeah. try to do is just like blend it. Like I try to, you know, bring some of those people over into Tampa, let them know we got some of the same shit over here that you guys will fuck with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like a thing that I like. I like to do with, with the platform. But um, as far right. as like, are there any any like um? artists outside of like like neighboring cities from Tampa or you know Miami or whatever that you may have wanted to work with or have have maybe got some some things off with yeah yeah I um you know I'm always working with this uh crew of uh producers that that are in this this like semi it's like a collective um okay. they go by the free rice crew okay and uh that's uh Guad Kips Sam Ramsey's Noggin Plurbull Bundo there's a bunch of producers. I, I'm always forgetting a few of them because there's so many. <laughs> right. But I work with them a lot. And um, outside of that, of that that circle of people, we got a bunch of collabs coming. Okay. Um, there's an artist in uh, South Florida. He goes by Rob Hippie. Or Rob, or Rob Hippie. fucking Hippie, I think, is his, his IG. Sounds familiar. But um, really dope. Like He has that dark kind of... Uh, like that mysterious kind of sound that I like. Okay. Where it's like, it could be jazzy and it could also be like fucking, you know, you could have a mosh pit to it. Like mm. it's wild. Gotcha. But it's tasteful. And that's mm-hmm. what I like. Like it's not too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mainly those dudes, you know. I, I I have collabs with a few other people that are in the works. Um, Garrett Odom is another one who he's like connected to uh, Blue November. I, I got connected to him through him. Okay. And uh, I think we have a f- maybe like four or five that are coming out. Okay. And I'm really excited for those, too, because those are really, they're just really different beats for me. Gotcha. I'm, I'm just excited to see what people think about that. <laughs> so is that something that we can probably, like, expect on the, because I saw that you posted that you got a uh, project coming out soon. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's um that's going to be more of a, so I've been this year I've been playing around with a lot of electronic sounds. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Exploring that that yeah. side of things. So that project is going to be like probably my last like mm. foray into that world before I get back to gotcha. to the more hip hop focused stuff. But uh yeah, that's coming out probably next week. I just uploaded it yesterday to DistroKid, so. Okay. And I got a few people on there. I got um a vocalist from the UK. Okay. Who goes by Jody Poy? Really, really nice voice. Mm. She's another artist who like I like working with her because she can just she can hear something and just know what it needs right away, and mm. and it doesn't take away from the song. It just adds to it. I like when you can link with an artist like that. That's yeah. that's that is. It's a weight off your shoulders. <laughs> like, Hell yeah, yo, let me know what you think of this, and she Bro. immediately sent me like some really dope demos. So you'll hear that. I got some previews on the IG and um I also got uh a DJ from my area from Orlando. He goes by DJ Red is Dead. Mm. Um really dope DJ has a bunch of like really unique remixes online and he's going to be scratching on the last track. So Okay, cool. Cuz I love turntablism and scratching yeah. and that's the DJ Premier influence there. Like okay. I love keeping that in there, so That's what's up, man. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to it. What's the name of the that's uh suspended animation it's um it's a play on the uh idea of like i don't know if you've seen it in like sci-fi shit where it's like people go to sleep in these cryo chambers 
and they wake up like hundreds of years in the future mm. and the idea of the project is kind of like it's just music that i would imagine i'd hear inside like something like that so mm. it's really like chill kind of subdued rhythmic electronic stuff gotcha. you know and this should be on like spotify apple music yeah um, all of, all the platforms gotcha. mm-hmm. what's your favorite platform uh for like releasing my stuff yeah like having it out there or i guess the one that you like to go to and just enjoy oh i it. guess i, I kind of don't like any of them to be honest because <laughs> <laughs> i guess spotify is like the one that has the most music right. so that's good because you could find anything on it right i just hate the ads and all that shit oh, yeah. you know okay. but but um yeah spotify and Bandcamp. i i always host my stuff on Bandcamp because i feel like Bandcamp really it gives yeah. you a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can not charge people. You can let them pay what they want. Yeah, the name your price too, man. That shit is I love gold. That. Yeah, man. And I feel like a lot of people are trying to catch up to that because like now you can like Spotify allows the artists to put like their cash app on there and all right. that shit. So it's like Bandcamp was already on the game. They was ahead of their time. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And you can download like different files. It's not an ad, by the way. Just wanna <laughs> Bandcamp ain't throwing you no did, checks like, over three here. Three free plugs, right? Yo. But um. But yeah, that's that's what's up, man. Definitely looking forward to that. Like, have you ever um, uh, with like this would be your first album or? Well, th- so that's the that's the confusing thing about being an artist in this like time. I guess yeah. it's like you could you could delete all your work if you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like, is it your first? I don't know because you've been active. But uh, no, this is gonna be my fourth. Okay. Pro- little project, I guess. And when I say little, it's because of the number of songs. I mean, I take my time on the music. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not it a little thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, it's, uh, you know, I had a lot of projects before out. And mm-hmm. I feel like after a while, being an artist and, you know, looking back at your stuff, you realize, like, there's a certain level of quality that you want people to yeah. expect from you. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> While it's my fourth, it's actually like my ninth, but I've taken down projects and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, but according to my Bandcamp and my Spotify, it's like my fourth project. Yeah. Okay. So cool. I'm excited for people to check that out. All right, cool. That'll be dope, man. I can't yeah. wait to hear it, bro. Definitely. Um, I wanted to ask, like, what's your, what's your like, dream, like, collaboration, like, dream setup? Like, give me one. I, I say this to make it easier. Um, What's one artist that you would have to check off on your bucket list to to work with on a full album oh yeah like if i had um just a budget where i could just get any any artist to come on is this there's just so many man it's hard but um i think hiatus coyote okay Okay, just the whole group if i could do anything with them okay all right all right uh you know but if i had like maybe three Mm. i'd have to add in Let's make it greedy, man. Let's yeah, I, I just cause cause I can't just say one. I already didn't say one. I said the whole band, but um, probably like so. Hiatus Coyote, mm-hmm. Tame Impala for sure. Okay. And see what uh, this man's trying to do here. <laughs> see what this man's trying to do. And it's a little bit different, but uh, there was a band. Uh, I don't I don't think they're active now. Mm. Uh, My Bloody Valentine. They okay. so there's there's two bands that have that phrase in the band, in the name, mm-hmm. 
The one that I'm talking about is the shoegaze band, just so people know. <laughs> not the uh, not that there's anything wrong with it, but not the more pop emo group. That's right, a right. different bullet. Gotcha. Bullet for my bloody Valentine is a different thing. Gotcha. But um, only because so the reason why I say that is because I'm influenced by a lot of music, but right. what I go for in general with with my sound, I guess you could call it, right. is just an overall feeling of like relaxation mm. like just a, it's it's a different type of um like a chill feeling i guess right. i'm not sure what the word would be but i like that feeling and all those artists they give me that like when i hear it mm -hmm. i just get that from it so i would love to work with any of them you know on yeah, something and would you say that's something that most most casual listeners would get from listening to like a project from yours yeah, I think so. I, I get I get that kind of feedback. I'm trying to, you know, refine it all the time. But right. yeah, in general, I go for that like kind of laid back mood, you know, melancholy kind of um, nostalgic feeling production. Gotcha. That, that's what I like. That's the feeling I try to evoke the most. Gotcha. So, okay. you know. Yeah, man. I mean, shit, we got to get you on the Beast and Chill event. You know what I mean? When we start <laughs> getting those back on. You know what I mean? I know the bricks open back up. You feel yeah. me? You know, shit, got to get vaccinated, you feel me? Um, exactly. So I want to ask, like, is there is there, um, like, a specific type of, like, location that you want to be able to play at? Um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm open to more now because uh, when I had first – so I didn't really perform at all until I came back here from New York. Okay. I had, I had moved to New York, um, like, five years ago. Gotcha. And I went to – to audio engineering school out there uh -huh. and while i was learning you know i was so busy that i didn't get to perform so through in in my time over there i kind of started learning about live performances with beats that's not something i had ever really considered mm. um and i also started watching like a lot of boiler room sets and yeah that was like really inspiring it just showed you like oh this is like an actual thing like, yeah people do this and for sure and it, and it has an audience so it was really different but um I started doing just like small bars in Orlando, okay. Um, in particular, Little Indies and Will's Pub. Mm. Those are two spots in Orlando where we were there like every weekend. Me and the the dudes who I mentioned from the Free Rice Crew, right. And um, now you know I would love to play in in bigger spots. You know, gotcha. That that's my main focus. The last time I performed was December of 2020. So it's it's been a while, okay. you know. Oh no, November. Sorry, it's been okay. like six months, you know. Damn, it's it's wild. Yeah. I love performing, so it's weird to not do it for so long. Yeah, you kind of start feeling stagnant. <laughs> you <laughs> know, you're just like, what? what's going on? I'm tell you right now, stagnant ain't the word I got. Yeah. I was on vacation, not doing no damn events. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my hair was all cut well, off. Well, when you around. plan them, that that's. Bro. I, I don't feel I feel so much sympathy for the people who plan <laughs> events because whenever I see them at the event, they're the person having the least amount of fun. They're always like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you later, bro. I, what I'm just like, what I, I say at every event, what I say, <laughs> ready, ready to go home. I'm ready. I want to go home right now. The event started at nine, nine thirty. I want to go home. Exactly. Ready to go home. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's a it's a different dynamic when you're running the event. You know? For sure. So. Absolutely. So I wanted to um, I wanted to mention like. Cause I'm, I'm listen. I'm in artist mode, mind right now. So yeah. I'm thinking like, okay, what, 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 what did he say? Well, how would we, how would this work? So like, let's say, let's say, you got five songs. I say, hey, yo, I want to do a little EP, like five records. You know what I mean? So I only got 
a weekend, right? And I say, look, I pay you for your time, bro. Just give me a whole weekend, right? Would is some of your creative process outside of like the the studio? Like sometimes do you have to like hang out with that person or like just do experience certain things to get to know more about them to make the music better or like what does that process look like for you? I think that's yeah, I think that's a very important part of everything is that you have to have like it's like I said before, you have to have a, a bit of a relationship with the person yeah. so that you could understand what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Now, there's are, there are people who I've only worked with remotely, but when I do that, typically I'm just sending them something yeah. and they already know what they're going to do. Like we have mm-hmm. a, we have an outline. But if it's something like that where we're, where it's like, you know, I got this spot for a weekend, there's a studio in there and we can just work the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would love to like, you know, have a little bit more than just in the studio time like if, if that means we go and like go to the record store and listen to some vinyls and we pick out the ones that we know could work right that's a part of it you know eating some good food mm-hmm. maybe seeing a movie I, I love watching movies i'm a i'm a big like movie fan yeah i love all genres of movies i love good film and i think any shared experience like that where you're both you know into it or mm-hmm. it's something that you're both interested in, it's good because it just it it adds to that energy. Yeah, you know. So it could be a smoke session. It could okay. be you know <laughs> talking about something, and we're all just like laughing about it and yeah. making jokes, like playing a video game. You know, we play some Call of Duty, bust each other's ass, whatever. Like right. that that type of stuff, I think, is good. And ideally, I would love to have it like that. You know, yeah, to where it's something I fun. I feel that for sure. Um, you gotta have fun with it for sure if, it, I, if it's stressful yeah you know, I, I would rather it, cut bro. the session if i feel that yeah. it's like awkward i'll be like yo i'll be back another time <laughs> let's let's i'll be back you know. later do yeah. better do better, yeah. LeBron, do better. <laughs> um yeah, yeah bro, I, I definitely feel that 100 bro I, I i told myself i said I'm like, bro i already work a job bro exactly i'm not working i want to have fun you mm-hmm. know what i mean if it's music if we're filming something podcast, we making merch, whatever the fuck it is, I want to make sure that I'm doing something that I'm having fun with. Yeah. I already work a job. I'm not trying to work another job. Exactly. I mean? And and when I was younger, I used to think like, you know, when people mention like energy, they're like, oh, you got to have good energy. I always mm-hmm. used to be like, what does that mean, man? <laughs> Get that like crystal it, shit out of my face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's like, you know, it's like this whole like borderline. It's like horoscope kind of vague yeah, yeah. type of thing. But then as I got older, I realized like what people mean when they say that, at least my opinion, is like there has to be a level of comfort with everything that you do for mm-hmm. it to turn out well. Like when I work with people and I try to force it to happen, yeah, where I'm like, you know, I'll message somebody and send them a beat and they don't respond to me in three days. And I'm like, yo, did you hear it yet? You know, what's, whenever I do <laughs> things like that, it yeah. turns out horribly right. wrong. Like it just turns out bad. Mm-hmm. Or we just don't end up working together. And that's where you have to recognize, like, I have to get involved in things that are on my yeah. kind of wavelength, you that's know? True. like For sure. It's not that you want to put yourself in a box necessarily, but you got to do things that you know you're comfortable doing mm-hmm. so that they turn out well. And I think, you know, I try to do that gotcha. know, generally now, you know? I'm so learning every day, but you try to go mm-hmm. for things like that so that it doesn't it doesn't fall through. 
So who's like who's like your go to? Like for me, I I have like you know my go to person with an idea to kind of like either shit on it to let me know the shit trash or let me know it's good. Like I usually have you know some of my team or like one of my my friends to kind of like check on it. And they might not even be like an artist, like not like they do music or anything. You know what I mean? I have a homie, uh, Tyree goes by Sheepers Narco Photographer and does film and stuff and. He's somebody that like I hit up all the time. Just like, bro, what you think about this event idea? You know, right, I'm like, right. nah, that shit sounds stupid. Like, don't do that. You know what I mean? So who who are those? Who is that person? Or those people for you? When it's like, yo, I just made this shit. Like, let me send this over real quick. Let me see what they think. Like, do you have anybody like that? I know you say you got the collective. Right. Crew. Yeah, they're a big part of that. Like, I'll any any one of them at, at random points throughout the process. I'll I'll send them like demos, right. and just be like, yo, give me your feedback on this. Or I might even just be chilling with them and. We're all playing beats, and I'll just right. throw on like something that I haven't uh, put out, and and then I'll ask them afterwards because I like like that real honest like gut reaction because mm. usually that's like the most the most accurate reaction that you yeah. can get from people before they start like trying to you know protect your feelings oh, yeah, for and sure. shit. So oh, yeah. if you play it and they don't know and they're like, "Damn, what was that?" Then you mm. can be like, "All right, bet I know <laughs> it's going, it's going <laughs> well." And it used to be really. That's why I miss performing live because I used to just take demos live mm. and literally, you know, here and there throughout my set, I might just like throw scary in scary game you playing them, my friend. You know, <laughs> scary <just> game. <laughs> just throw in like a an instrumental that I'm like not sure about, mm -hmm. and getting the crowd's reaction was always like my best judge you know, judgment on that now that that's not happening yeah. i've been releasing a little bit less material because of that um but yeah when it's when it's not the crowd which is like my first you know go-to it's mm -hmm. it's my friends who produce music with me right um quad kips sam ramsey's you know those dudes are just i've known them for a long time and i know like they'll tell me mm. honest um they'll give me honest feedback cool so, man. Yeah. cool well, shoot, bro. I don't want to keep you too long, bro. But um, I wanted to close out with with saying um, one. Thanks for coming through. Of course, you know what man. I mean? Keep Thank doing you what you're me. doing with the with the music, bro. I can't wait to hear this album. You know, like I've I've turned over a whole new leaf with uh, playing a lot of more independent artists. Like I literally erased everything off the Instagram and. Cause we used to talk about a, a post a bunch of like popular music and stuff, and it's like you know what, so many different platforms do that, you know. But I want to kind of focus on a lot of independent artists, hip hop, R and B DJs and producers, and for because I've done that, it's helped with my discovery. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's why I love the music that that I heard from you with with Blue November. You know what I mean? I want to hear more from different artists, but it's like, bro, the shit is shit is dope, bro. One thing is there any 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 anything specific you want to shout out or you know leave us with? Um, just you know, thank you for having me on here, man. I appreciate your platform. You put me on to a lot of dope shit. Like I've been, the, the in the few you know months that I've been following y'all now, like mm -hmm. you guys just post some dope shit. Just a just a real quick shout out. Thanks, man. That track you posted with uh, Jaylani. Shit J Lani oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. IG. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that track is so fire, man. Yeah. That whole little project. Um, nah, you just uh, you know, shout out to everybody in Orlando who's always inspiring me. Like that that's the best thing you can do is continue dropping music and expressing mm -hmm. yourself, everybody out there, because 
we're all helping each other in some way mm. when we're releasing our art because we're proving to each other like yo just keep doing it because eventually the audience who you know who fucks with you is gonna find you oh yeah and shout out to everybody in orlando who's doing that everybody we mentioned blue november garrett odom uh soul quest worldwide because mm. they interviewed him and they mentioned us working together la cream uh yeah that's, I that's do my, pretty I do my instagrams it. man i know it's it's too <laughs> you know that's the thing about <laughs> being a, an artist in the internet age it's like for sure literally a hundred names but yeah man that's that's it you know thank you for that and for for the interview so dope bro dope well yo it's your boy hometown it's Beast and Chill Podcast. This is a producer talk series. Also with our special guest, New Best. New Best, right? <laughs> New Best. It's New clouds best. in Spanish. You know what I mean? You know? Okay. My right, Spanish cool. people will understand what it means. All right, cool. <laughs> don't know, mean? know it. Niggas don't, niggas don't know that my I'm last gonna name. I'm going to teach everybody a little bit of Spanish. They don't even yeah. know that my last name Hernandez. Right? You know what I mean? A little Cubano, you know what I mean? There you go. You know what I mean? But, yo, thanks, y'all, for tuning in. Uh, Till next time. Peace.